Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Ooh, batch bitch. Ooh, batch bitch. Ooh, batch. Ooh, batch. Hello. Um, I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is Batch Bitch, this podcast where we talk about Bachelorette 2019, Angie, and some men with long hair, and some other men that are boring. Um, anyway, Danielle, how are you going? You look sad. Yeah, it's just been, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm loving the hot weather in Melbourne, like, during the day, but at night time, um, our apartment is made out of cement, and we're on the top floor, which means we get sun baked over the apartment all day. And the heat just never leaves the apartment at night time. So uh, the last few nights I haven't been able to sleep. And it's also been horrible because at night time it's cooled down a little bit. And I can like put my hand out the window and feel how cold the outside world is compared to um, the inside of our apartment. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm sorry that's happening to you. It's not good. And I got hay fever, so I'm all like snotty as well. Um, which is annoying. I probably should have taken my hay fever tablet, um, but I forgot. What should I go take it now? A little Zyrtec. Well, I've got, I've got it. I think I've got it within arm's length, maybe. So what we're, are we, I don't what, have to go anywhere. What brand are we talking here? Yeah, I think Zyrtec. Let me have a look. Um, I'll open up or, my little. Or is it a Claritine Clear? No, I think it's a Zyrtec. Oh no, it's Chemistone Fexo One Eighty. <laughs> Uh, my favourite brand, personally. <laughs> ah, the cheap, cheap, cheap one. Oh, it's all the same shit, Danielle. I mean, um, it is. That's why I get it. Mm, it's a beautiful 25 degrees in LA. I went ah. for a hike up a mountain earlier. Yep. And there were dogs everywhere. And I just filmed all the dogs. That's and good. Then but then I was like, you know, I'm like five foot something and there's this tiny chihuahua like speeding past me. It's like, this is nothing to me. <laughs> I could do this all day long. And I'm like, <gasps> um, it's very steep. But anyway, um, so I'm actually doing great. That's good. I'm happy say. for you. Yeah. And then I and then I um, just walked around in my sports bra because everyone there had no shirt on. And I was like, mm, I'm going to do this too. So I'll sweat <laughs> like a little, a little piggy. Um, anyway, but this morning I watched um, The Bachelorette. And um, like you told me, I, I bawled my eyes out. I completely yes. bawled my eyes out. I've never been, I've never been this emotionally invested in The Bachelor in my life. No, I never thought when I I started watching these, when you made me start watching these, okay, I never well. thought um <laughs> I never thought that I would cry at a TV show, like a reality TV show yeah. about dating. Yeah. And I cried. But wow, here we are. Anyway, um should we talk about it? 
sorry. I'm real manic for exercising for the first time in like six months. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an LA girl now. Do I have abs yet? Is, um, is the last time you exercised when we watched Cat Cass on Nick Cummins season and you, you got into doing squats? squats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had a small bout of yoga there. I've still got ten. <laughs> I've still got ten classes that I bought and haven't used in Melbourne. Oh, but that's was, okay. I can use them when I get back. Was that the hip hop yoga? Absolutely not. I would never go to hip hop yoga. Yuck. What was the thing you were going to? Oh, that was hip hop dance class, but I didn't <laughs> end up going. But I'll still I'll go when I get back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I would never combine hip hop and yoga because what I like about yoga is it. It makes me think I don't have mental illness for a second because um, it calms oh. me down. And if it was just hip-hop, I don't think – no. It's the only place where I'm okay for there to be no content coming at me, you know? Yeah, okay. Which is very sad. Um, anyway, this is week four of The Bachelorette. Um, I, that's beautiful. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I'll be doing that throughout. It's too much to cut out all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, it's, I like Angie more and more. I'm just going to say that. Yep. The Bachelorette is so much better than The Bachelor. I feel like Angie is having fun and I feel like she planned all the dates to be things that she was like, I want to see what they're like in this situation. I want to kind of make kind of ridiculous stuff, um, and see who's fun and funny and has a nice time and is cool. Yeah. She's fun. Yeah. She's great. Remember how boring Matt was? Oh, my God. Naomi, you loved him. I was so bored by him. You okay, were like, I, oh, my beautiful star man. Oh, I love him. Oh, Danielle, I, I had Stockholm him. Syndrome, and it's really unfair of you to hold it against me. I'm sorry. Did you have Stockholm Syndrome week one? <laughs> I was making the best of a bad situation. <laughs> I can see now what was I, – I feel a lot better. Um, anyway, it's week four. The first thing that happens is there's a freaking um, baby hamper shows up. Yep. And it's a group date um, to something to do with babies. And Jamie says that the clock is ticking for him at 39. That's the first time I've ever heard a man say that the clock is ticking on them having kids. Yeah, I don't think he understands what the clock is ticking means. Because the clock is ticking usually refers to like, I think like, uh, women talking about, <laughs> yeah, that they're that they're coming up to menopause, or they might be maybe not fer- fertile. I hate to say it. it; sounds like I'm talking about a fish. Um, uh, they Can't might not be f- fertile anymore. But like men, they stay pretty much unless they were bad from the start. I think I don't really know the ins and outs of genetics, but I'm pretty sure they can have babies yeah, up I- until they die. <laughs> I just can just hear your confidence plummeting the further you get through this sentence. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my mum was 36 when she had me and my dad was 46. Yeah. See? So, but maybe the later you have kids, um, the more likely you are to abandon them. <laughs> That's uh, true. Did you hear? Joke. I read a little thing in some newspaper that said Jamie was with uh, some, like, American model or something he got with an American model and then she got pregnant and then he she said it was his and then he was like nah it's not mine and made her go do a DNA test and stuff um and was it hers was it his well it was definitely hers um 
<laughs> no, no, it wasn't his, but I thought it was oh, crazy. Well, then that, there you go. Yeah, no, but I thought it was crazy that Jamie had been in like a scandal with an actual other person who, because he doesn't, I mean, Jamie is not good at, he, I don't know how anybody could mistake him for a normal person, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, how do we say this? He's unique. I, he's not very good at socialising. That is the best way to put it. No. I think. He shared last night as well. I went on his Instagram and he shared uh, like a post for a podcast that he was on and was like, skip to 24 minutes and 30 seconds. That's where I tell you my side of the story. And then I went to go look at the podcast and the podcast episode hasn't been released yet. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck, Jamie? (laughs) Wow, he is a psycho. After the stuff on the show, I was like, maybe, but when he said listen to a podcast that wasn't out yet that's what i do um, honestly seriously there was, there was a date you know what this reminded me of as soon as i saw the baby hamper the worst date in the history maybe not one of the worst dates i can't remember i think it was richie's season hamish blake pretends to be a toddler what? And then they have to stay overnight in a house with Hamish Blake just coming up and going, Wah, I'm bored. What the fuck? And it was fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> and we were watching it and we we're like, whose idea was this? Yeah, why didn't they just get those like babies that they give to high school kids that like cry and ask for milk and stuff? I don't know. I guess they just wanted it to be funny. And Hamish is really funny, but it was just... So weird. <laughs> anyway, thank God it wasn't something like that again. Um, it was, they, they brought to the Bachelorette pad, which is where Angie is, which actually looks like a sweet, pretty sweet pad, to be honest. Um, yep. And she says she's not a timeline girl, but she definitely wants kids in the next five years. That's, I'd still call that a timeline, to be honest. Yeah, Angie, but to be okay. honest, I would say that's a pretty strict timeline. Well, if she's like 30, that makes sense. Yeah, I know, but like, she said she doesn't have a timeline. Five years, and she didn't say kid. She said kids. So that's multiple kids within five years. Yeah, that's I don't have a timeline. I just want five kids sometime within the next five years. I just mean we have to get to know each other for two years and then start pumping them out, basically, back to back. I thought Tim was funny. He said, they said, how do you feel about having kids? And he said, I reckon I'd kill it. And then, <laughs> and then Andy's face was like, oh. and he was like, no, no, I didn't mean like that. Not the baby. I Not the baby. The baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, well, he's funny. Um, and then randomly, like this is like in the group, they're all standing there. Osh is there. Angie's there. And they're like, hi, what do you think of kids? And Hayden's like, I don't want kids. Don't want them. Yeah. It's so awkward. I didn't like the way he said it, though. Um, he said, you know, he... I'm, I'm happy Sorry, just being an uncle. I didn't like I didn't like how he said it at all because, like, I don't I don't want children. Like, me and Jono don't want to have children. But I find, like, people sometimes, who, like, obviously people always judge people who don't want to have kids. But then sometimes people who don't want to have kids judge people who do want to have kids because they think that they're, like, um, bo- boring and they think they're going to live a shit life or something. And it's it's so judgmental and, like, kind of 
gross. I really hate it. It's like everybody can do whatever they want. It doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, he sounded a bit like he's from the child. Have you? It's called child free community. Um, and like I used to just I used to go on this subreddit called Child Free and just read through all the posts because they're so rude <laughs> and like <laughs> they literally call children crotch fruit. Um, Jesus Christ. And. They, like, they just complain about people bringing kids to restaurants the whole time. And then, like, um, one of them complained once. I was reading one post and they're like, oh, now I go to the movies and it's a special and it's a special um, screening for kids uh, and they, like, keep the noise low and the lights up. Like, what the fuck? And then someone else is like, um, that's for people with autism and kids with <laughs> autism. And he was like, oh, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and they just complain about everything and they're just so judgmental it's like that's like, so I get annoying it because they like there's such an expectation for people to have kids that they've sort of they swing the other way so hard to be like i don't have to have kids yeah but i feel um, like it's it's so annoying because it's like yeah you don't have to have kids but you don't have to attack people who do have kids it's like that's mm. all they do it's so annoying uh, yeah, because, yeah, I was just uh, annoyed by that because he, like, said it in such a rude way. And I was like, "You, there's no way Angie's going to be like, oh, cool, yeah, cool, that really horrible, rude man. <laughs> he seems like my perfect match. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that turns out later. <laughs> they have to do this, like, um, I guess almost, it's, I don't know, it's like a little challenge. They have to, like, change it fake baby's nappy and get it dressed and then put it in a baby carrier and then dress like a toddler and take them to school or something i thought this was disgusting i didn't like it they like literally had fake shit on these fake babies and they had to change their nappies yuck um what are you grossed out by the fake shit or the actual change yes. but it's fake shit it's naomi fake shit. it's not real shit I know, but why do you have, like, uh, like, are you serious? You make period blood blue on TV. It's literally just blood. But then with shit, you're just going to show it. That's yuck. The other way around, please. Give me blue baby shit any day. Um, and give me period blood, please. Um, anyway, Andy's watching them. It's very stressful. Tim stabs a baby with a pin trying to yep. chain. They have, like, old-fashioned nappies with friggin' safety pins. Get... Grow up, Channel Ten. Um, and <laughs> what do you uh, want them to use? Else? The ones with like elastic and stuff. What the know. disposable nappies? No, you can get reusable ones, but they don't have huge safety pins on them. Yeah, you get the you get one of those um green or they're not always green. You know those like things that are like this. I'm trying to do a visual image to you over Skype, which I realize isn't working on. <laughs> It's like a pronged. It's like a pronged plastic thing that uh, uh, at all the ends has like little claws that grab into the 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 cloth nappy, and you do that and it does it. I used to do my sister's nappies when they were babies all the time. Um, for anyone listening, uh, hopefully someone is. Um, I couldn't. I didn't get anything more from Danielle's hand movements, so you've not missed any of the details. I don't know what those things um, are called. Oh, they use. They use that's what they use in the in the reusable nappies. Fuck, this is a good conversation. They use the like little snap, those little like buttons that you just snap together. Oh, okay. Are you sure that those aren't? That's way better than like 
a literal metal pin. Yeah, yeah like no. reusable ones. You just use the snap things. Like, like I have them on the bodysuit. I snap it at my crotch and then I sit at a certain angle <laughs> and they pop out. And then I have to put my hands down my pants and snap it back together. <coughs> I hate bodysuits having those. I feel like yeah. just, just um, can we can we just have an open back on the bodysuit so I can wiggle in that way? An open back? Yeah, but like a lot, like a bit more of an open back so you can get in through the back hole or something. I don't want to have the snappable crutch. It always comes apart. <laughs> Can't you just step in through the top anyway? I don't know. I've never tried. I don't want to put the head hole over. I don't want to open the head hole up and stretch the head hole or anything. Oh, okay. How's but also, I don't have any bodysuits that don't have the snap things. So I just yeah. have never tried because I've always just undone the snap things. Life is so hard for us. Um, anyway, they, they're like getting their kids ready. Um, Jamie is like, I'm going to win. And he's like carried his kids to the finish line and rung the bell. But the, the baby, the, the toddler's head is and arms are off. And he's just carrying all the, the head and arms in his other hand. And they're like... You can't take your kid to school with its head off. Yeah. I can't believe you ran to the finish line with that. He um, thought he, he was so, he was like, I'm done. I've done it. It's like, Jamie, no. You've <laughs> the gotta, kid's got no head. It's got to have its limbs on. <laughs> um, and anyway, Jackson wins. Oh, I don't care about this. He's um, cu- Jackson's cute. I liked when he got. He was fine. the f- he was the first one to have his baby already, and he said, "My baby's good," and he was so happy in such a sweet way. Um, whatever. I'm Boy. sorry. Now, now I feel protective of him. Now that you're having such a go at him, you sound like a real Hayden about him. <laughs> um, he talks about how he wants a son that plays football. And Angie says, what if we have a daughter? And he's like, oh, that's okay. And she's like, what if they don't like sport? And he's like, oh, they can. And he's, she's like, what if I ban it in the house? She's just, like, <laughs> she's just getting rid of any expectations he has about anything. Um, and then Jackson negs her laugh, um, which is like, it's like he watched a rom-com and he's like, oh, this is how I do it. I say, I love the way... Your lip, you make this sound when you laugh, <laughs> like he's fucking Heath Ledger or something. Okay, I don't think he was manipulative. I think he genuinely thought it was cute, and it was the first time he'd attempted to do her laugh, and it came out real bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just, it's just such like a beautiful. Oh it's yeah, just such a cliche. Like, I love the way you're. Your one eyebrow lifts up when you're confused, <laughs> and I love the way you scrunch up your nose when someone's being rude. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are One Direction you can't lyrics. Go to sleep without socks on. <laughs> um, it reminded me of once I was in an Uber, and the Uber driver, like I like laughed at something he said. Um, this is before I knew you could skip the rating part so that they can't rate you either. So like. I was still trying to like charm every single. Oh, yeah. Can they not rate you if you don't rate them? Nope. 
that's a hot tip for everyone. If you've got a good rating, just never rate anyone again. I mean, it's sort of not working over here because you have to rate them to tip them. And obviously, yeah, you have to tip. So now I have to start being nice again. I mean, I'm not a cunt, but I just like, you know, I'm not like, hi, hi. <laughs> um, but I have to do that again now. Anyway, and I like laughed and I leant forward and he was like, <laughs> that's cute how you do that I was like what and he's like oh when you laugh you like lean forward it's kind of dorky and cute <laughs> and I was like oh can you just take me to oh I hate that take me to Lonsdale Street and, and then he told me I look like his cousin anyway okay um, and I still gave him <laughs> five stars <laughs> um, anyway she gives him a rose and he in a great callback says I've brushed my teeth <laughs> and they kiss because of last time when she vomited everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, that was fun. It's boring. I don't like. He can be nice and boring, Danielle. You have a go at me for Matt. Jackson's way more boring than Matt. Oh yeah, but we haven't spent any time with Matt. I think Jackson's nice though. I think he's. No, I, I mean, meant Matt Agnew. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I still think Jackson. <laughs> I think Jackson could potentially be more interesting than Matt Agnew. Mm. I'm gonna disagree, but that's okay. We're allowed okay. to disagree on this podcast. Yeah. Um. Then the next date is uh uh is oh Carlin gets another date card for a single date. Now he seems to be the second. He seems to be the first guy to go on a second single date. Can I say if we're talking about boring people, Carlin is more boring than Matt Agnew. Carlin is yeah. the most boring person I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Ryan's more boring than Carlin. Oh, yeah, Ryan is fucking boring as shit. (laughs) I've written that down on a page too, just been like, who the fuck is this guy? So boring. (laughs) He's so, like, at least Carlin, like, smiles. I feel like Ryan just sits there like, I'm like, what are you doing? Your wallpaper. There's nothing going on. Ryan just looks grumpy. dogs? Yeah. 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 boring. Anyway, James is devastated. Carla makes me think of somebody who's, like, been, you know, somebody who's, like, really good looking and hasn't, like, worked on developing a personality? Yeah. Have you seen 30 Rock? No. Uh, that John Hamm plays, like, Tina Fey's love interest at one point and then she realises, like, she thinks he's, like, good at everything and really talented <laughs> and stuff and then she realises that he's not good at anything and people <laughs> just, like, say that he is because he's really hot and he's, like, a terrible doctor and, like, doesn't know how to do anything right. But he's just like, yeah, I'm good at everything. <laughs> um, so, Carlin, yeah, Jamie is devastated. Um, again, he says, I haven't even had that intimacy time with Angie yet. Mm-hmm. Fuck, he says that so many times. Um, and then he says, Oi, Carlin, if you kiss Angie again, we, are you going to be a gentleman about it or will you tell everyone about it again? Um, and then they start to get angry at each other. <laughs> and Carlin goes, in his most colourful language yet, says, Yeah, bro, all good, I'll be respectful to you, bro. It's very pointed. They're starting to fire up these boys. Um, and then they're like, Jamie, what the fuck, after Carlin leaves. And he's like, I'm not going to fake it that I'm happy because I'm not happy that he's going on the date. And Kieran's like, so you thought you'd have a quick dig at him before he left. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, I- he did because he's a little bitch. You know what I like about Carlin is – I th- uh, sorry, about um, Kieran is I don't think we've ever seen um, – a character. Well, I, I haven't since I started watching, which was, to be fair, only a bit over a year ago with Nick Cummins' season. I don't mm-hmm. think we've ever really seen somebody who who does just 
stick up for everybody else's feelings in the house. Yeah. And that is quite nice to see, like, Kieran be like, you know, I'm... there's probably plenty of them that are just boring and we don't care about. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I like that Kieran's always, like, you know, he's like, why are you doing that for? That's not nice for another person to have that happen to them. Yeah. Like, he cares about the boys He cares, and he cares about Angie. He cares about everybody. He's a caring, sweet boy. He's nice, but not in a boring way. No, he's still got a personality. You can be nice and then also interesting as well. And and it's amazing. This is yeah. what we're learning here. Um, mine. I, I chose one. I chose just to be interesting. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Carlin goes on the date with Angie and um, mm. they go to the beach and Angie forces Carlin to take <laughs> his shirt off so she can sunscreen him up, um, which yeah. is quite... It is It is very pervy, and had it been the it other is. way around, we would be extremely angry. <laughs> exactly. She says, you don't do your workouts for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did it so that I'd, I don't want to fuck you, so just give in. <laughs> Problematic Angie. Anyway, there you go. They're there to go on some water bikes or something. Um, yeah. Cut back to the house. Hey, Jamie's saying he feels like Carlin's here for his TV career. And then he says that Carlin, Matt, and Kieran are here for ingenuine reasons. This marks the first time of about 100 times that he says the words ingenuine, which is not a word. And it's fine that it's not a word. I still get what he means. But hearing it this many times in a row, it really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. He's very annoying. Um. And it seems he's talking to Tim about this and Tim seems to be trying to gent- very gently talk him out of stirring shit, um, which is good on Tim. He's really trying to come from a friend angle and being like, I don't know if it's the right thing to do, man. And he's like, no, nah, I've got to do it. I don't understand Tim and Jamie's relationship because from what we've seen, it seems like Tim kind of makes fun of Jamie and really doesn't like him. But Jamie seems to be, Jamie seems to think Tim is his best friend in the house. Um, I think Tim is a, a nice person and I think he can tell that Jamie like needs friends and he is like, you know, he's obviously struggling and I think Tim is like actually trying to like keep this guy like yeah. from doing anything fucked. Yeah, maybe. I'm back on Tim. <laughs> I'm back still on not on. He, he's got to uh, win me over a bit more. But okay. also... My next line that I've written, so we're back over at Angie's day. It says day drink. And then I've written, I don't trust Carlin, but I think that's just because he looks like someone I'd avoid and I'm being judgy. So um, <laughs> I've written down why I don't like him and then I've tried to call myself out. Um, but I also partly, I also partly don't trust Carlin. <laughs> I do trust Carlin. I think he has a genuine face. I genuine eyes or something. There's something about him that I'm like. I don't think there's much. I don't think there's much stuff there that would interest me. But I do think he's a nice person. Yeah, I don't know. I feel off about him. I feel like, but I could. It could just be that I think that there's something missing. Not that I think he's bad or anything. But I feel like there's. I don't know. I didn't. Ah, it weirds me out. Well, yeah. As Evie said, he's not funny. Yeah, that's probably what weirds me out. Um, oh, whatever. I, uh, they talk about their feelings. It's boring. Um, they kiss. I don't care about it. She says it mm-hmm. feels right and romantic. Okay. Um, he gets a rose. 
Yeah. Don't care. Um, the cocktail party. Tim is warning that Jamie's going to drop a bomb and it's the biggest bomb to hit the Bachelorette mansion this year. Yeah. Um, and he's t- trying to talk to Jamie again. He's like, I don't know if we need the drama. Are you sure? Like, it just might make you look bitter. And Jamie's like, i got to do it. Um, and then we see that Kieran's down for some reason. Yeah. And says he's an emotional wreck. He looks very withdrawn. Did you notice um, last episode? Yeah, he looked that- like he was crying at the rose ceremony. Yes, and then yeah. I forgot about it. But he definitely looked like he'd been crying. But um, we're we're going to find out why. Um, but anyway, you can't even concentrate on Kieran at the moment because Jamie's about to fucking let all hell break loose. Um, she he walks straight up to her. He's like, "I need to have a chat with you. Can we do the first chat? I really need it." And she's like, "No." But you can <laughs> but have the can second do chat. Second chat. <laughs> She's like, okay. He's like, all right, that's fine. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> um, she has to go talk to Hayden. So she talks to Hayden and it's just, it's very adult. She's like, you really don't want kids, do you? And he's like, that. Nah. She's like, I do. Bye. So, bye. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um, it's, I feel like, should he have brought it up earlier? Um, yeah, I think so. Because I feel like Angie has brought it up. I also feel like. I mean, to be honest, you know what I think they really needed to bring up earlier is, hey, Angie fosters dogs heaps, like, but like heaps. Um, So like, you're going to have to be okay to live in a house with potentially seven dogs in it. Now, it's going to stink. Me, myself, I love dogs, but I would go fucking crazy if I had seven in my house. I, I could do it. I could do it. You could do it. You know I need to keep my house tidy and like, you know. Yeah, I would live in squalor yeah. for the right person. Or maybe just if I hadn't cleaned that week, you know. <laughs> I would live in squalor by accident. And like I have in the past many times. I've to- have I told you about the time that uh, I P- Peter, enemy of the pod, came in. Mm. This is so long ago, right? This is We're talking like six years ago or something. So please don't judge me. Um, he came into my room and he was like, it, your room smells and you need to clean it. And I was like, that's cool. I can do that. <laughs> and then I was cleaning it and I lifted up a towel. No. And there was vomit on the floor underneath the towel. Naomi. <laughs> so what had happened was I had had people over and we'd gotten like really drunk and paid like skin, spin the bottle and stuff. And, um. And I'd passed out and everyone sort of drew on my face and like put me to bed and stuff. And I leaned out of the bed and vomited on the floor. And my friend, who's so grossed out by vomit, just put a towel over it. Like surely you'd clean it up straight away, right? Anyway, I have a bad sense of smell, so I didn't notice. And my room was messy anyway. So like a towel on the floor, I just figured I'd left it there after the shower. But then three days afterwards is when Peter was like, your room smells bad. And then I lifted it up and found it on the floor, like next to my bed. And that was my life low. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, Naomi, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's pretty rank. (laughs) Oh, yuck. You're filthy. Well, that was so long ago, okay? I'm an adult uh, woman now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Let's act like that couldn't still happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I don't like invite people over to play spin the bottle anymore. <laughs> um, so I think I um, the difference is Mark wouldn't put a towel over it and leave. He would clean it up. Yeah, I know. But what if he goes away for a, f- a bit uh, to go do some work, and then you're at home alone, and then you have friends over? Okay, look, there's a chance it could happen. It's very low. It's very low. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, anywho, uh, uh, so Hayden's gone. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then that's when I realized there was still 15 minutes left in the episode. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, for fuck's sake. And she says, it was a nice drama-free goodbye and she hopes... The rest of the night goes this smoothly. And I wrote, fat chance, bitch. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> and then she gets to sit down. She gets to. She gets She gets the honor of sitting down with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that he's been a coward for not backing up his words. For telling okay. her. Yeah. Angie, okay, sorry, Jamie. She, she was never asking you. She didn't actually really want you to name people in the house. What she wanted you to do no. was admit that you were being a cunt. <laughs> yeah. It, she <laughs> well, didn't ask for names. Several times as well. He's like, oh, well, Angie, uh, Angie's asked me several times, who are the genuine guys and who are the ingenuine guys? And it's like, that's only prompted by you. It's not like she's like, Jamie, my most trusted man, please <laughs> tell yeah. me who I can trust. It's not oh. what happened. It, I mean, also, he's like, I'm going to give her three names because he got confused with the number three. But what he said was, I'm one of only, like, three guys in here who are genuine. Yeah, so, so he should have named, like, seven. Yeah, he, sh- he should have named the three guys who he thinks are genuine just to save everybody's time. <laughs> well, he picked his top three men he hates, I guess, and he says, it's time for me to man up. Um, and then he goes, he's like hyping himself up so weird. He's like, this is going to hit you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> I thought, I was like, why? That's such a rude thing to say as well, because it's sort of saying, I'm going to tell you these things and I kind of wanted to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've talked about this before. If you think someone is, that doesn't like me, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'd rather no. think they like me. Yeah. Um. So the first name he says is Matt. He says he's focused on his career, on this whole BMX thing. Okay, Jamie, I think uh, a lot of people would know that the crossover between BMX fans and Bachelorette (laughs) fans, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that is quite low. Well, I mean, I'm sure it would still be helpful, but, like, you can – it could be both. You can be like, I'm probably going to, like, get rejected on TV. So yeah. at least there's positives in it. Yeah, that's pretty much the only positive for people is they do get to have potentially a source of income after this experience, which is a, 
for most people, just weeks and weeks and weeks of being manipulated and (laughs) force-fed alcohol. Yeah. Um, So then Jamie's like, that's him done. Now, Kieran. And I was like, gearing up. Um, He says, there have been some things I've heard him say that have been ingenuine. We don't hear what any of those things are. No. And then he says, I'm the ears, I'm the eyes and ears of this mansion. So that's good. So maybe if he if he was with Angie and then he were to lose his eyes or his ears, Angie could be his eyes and his ears. That is true. If he were to become disabled. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Angie clearly hates this. She's looking at him, she's like, Oh god, like you just there's no she doesn't like it at all. And then he goes, Carlin. Completely in Completely ungenuine. He walks around this place peacocking, talking about being the 2020 Bachelor next year. The day by day, the cracks are showing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the, I sense disloyalty and I sense this snake in the grass and I sense that he puts this 12-hour character on for you. He can't hold it up in here over a month and I see day by day cracks forming in his character. Okay, firstly, oh, Car- Carlin is smart enough to know that Walking around saying he's going to be the 2020 Bachelor is not mm. is not a good thing. So, Jamie, that's a clear lie because nobody would do that. It could have just been a joke or someone could have been like, ha-ha, if you lose, you could be the 2020 Bachelor next year. And he goes, ha-ha, yeah. Like, yeah, to be honest. Or it could have been absolutely nothing. I could imagine Tim, like, Tim, because Tim seems to always be like, I'm fucking winning Angie, man. Like, yeah. I could imagine him being like, Carlin, how you feeling about you're going to lose because I'm going to win Angie and then you're going to have to go on TV, try and find somebody else, you 2020 bachelor cunt. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine him saying something like now that. That's funny. <laughs> um, and so Jamie says, I know you see him as this knight in shining armour. It's not the fairy tale you think. God, he's so annoying. He's um, so annoying. And this clearly entirely rattles Angie because obviously, and she says this at one point, she doesn't want to look like, you don't want to like be with a guy and then you watch it later on TV and find out he was like an asshole the whole time. Yeah. Because that happens so often. So she walks away and says she feels sick. Um, And then it really starts to heat up. Carlin asks Jamie what he said and Jamie tells him about the 2020 Bachelor thing and they're all just like, what the fuck? Um... And then he says, oh, this is such a burn. I left high school a long time ago. You're 39. Grow the hell up. God, Carlin oh, is Carlin, so unfunny. <laughs> Carlin. Oh, my Carlin, God. Go off. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to have seen Carlin at the stand-up comedy thing. What would he have even said? Oh. Yeah, they never would have let him or Ryan there. Never. He's, he's one of those people where, like, I just, you know when, because I don't, I'm never attracted to people straight away. It always takes me a little while. I have to get to know them first before I become attracted to people. Um, oh, are, you de- are you coming out as a demisexual on the pod? Is that what that is? Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, well then, yeah, I am. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> to take up this time of yours, Naomi. Um, no, but, like, because I can and see if somebody's hot or not, but that doesn't make me want to fuck them, you know? Um, yeah, I feel you. I have to talk to people too. Yeah, because personality is a yeah. I, I don't want to spend time with somebody or just sleep with somebody and then sort of be disgusted in myself because I really find that person horrible. 
<laughs> you know, and Cullen is like so revolting to me, even though I can see he's extremely hot. To me, he is so revolting. Cullen? Yeah. I mean, Jamie revolting? too. Revolting? Yeah, because he's, he's so unfunny. He makes me like gag inside a bit. He's, oh, he's not revolting. Okay, he's not revolting. Obviously, he's a beautiful, beautiful man, but I find unfunniness to be probably one of the worst things a person can be. <laughs> yeah, but I think, yeah, I don't even think he's, he, I don't think he tries to be funny and that's why I'm not like averse to him because I feel like he knows he's not funny and he doesn't try. I mean, honestly, the funniest thing about him is that on his Instagram bio it says 2% funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's cute. He knows. Yeah. He knows on Channel on. 10 will like, somebody at Channel 10 was like, can somebody tell Carlin he's got to make that his Instagram bio for the length of the show? <laughs> um, how dare you call him revolting? At least call Ryan revolting. I mean, they're all revolting, Naomi. The bar, true, though, yeah. bar two of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, bar the ones that we, could, we would have called revolting. Yeah. <laughs> before watching any of this. Yeah. Wow, I guess we're both demisexuals. No, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, so, oh, uh, Angie grabs Carlin and she just sits down. She's she's fucked. She goes, "Who are you? Who the hell are you?" <laughs> and he's like, "Ah!" And he's like, "I never said any of that stuff. I promise." He looks like he's gonna cry. He literally starts crying. Um, and Angie's clearly like, oh, I don't know, but I trust him. I believe him. I don't think he would have said anything like that. Because, again, I do think that would be a funny joke. And he's not funny. No, yeah. And he I th- wouldn't have made that joke. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think he's boring and wouldn't have said anything. He, <laughs> he, he knows he's, he's smart enough to know not to do that. And that's all that matters. Well, that's, I think he's, like, a kind person to the point where he wouldn't even say anything that, like, pushes any sort of boundary, you know? Yeah. He just stays, like, in the safe zone. Yeah, and just anyway, wears... Anyway, he's crying, and I feel sorry for him. Do you, So you don't trust him? It's not that I don't trust him. I just don't find... I just haven't found any endearing or likable qualities in him yet. Is this because he has, he's getting divorced? <laughs> Is this still go back to that? No, it's not, it's not <laughs> about the marriage stuff. Mm, um, okay. No, I just, I just, there's something, I don't know what it is. You know when somebody just, like, I know you say he looks like he's got a trustworthy face, but I don't think he does have a, like, to me his face doesn't look trustworthy. And I know that I'm being horrible because I'm, I'm just <laughs> judging somebody based off <laughs> 10 minutes of seen on them of, scene of them on tv and the way their face is structured but mm. i don't know there's something yeah i don't know i think yeah i think he's telling the truth here but i still don't like him hmm, interesting my favorites okay, honestly um, just a uh, flag for the show if you're ever getting a divorce do not tell danielle Okay, that's not. I've she got will no lose it at you. Okay, firstly, I've got no issue with anybody divorcing. You should get divorced if if it's not working out and you you need to leave. However, I think that it's I think that it's a red flag for somebody to be have just decided to get divorced and then now just be on a t like straight away to just date immediately. I feel like you got to spend some time figuring out what went wrong. What do you need to work on? Look look after you. Maybe a bit longer, and then you'll 
Because, I mean, if not, your other relationships are going to fail if you don't see what, what, if you don't work on yourself, you know? Take some time. Way? Take some time, Carlin, babe. Take some time. <coughs> Look after you. Um, anyway, let's move on. Now, Angie <laughs> grabs Tim because she's like, he'll be honest with me. And it's true. Tim says he hasn't heard anything like that about Carlin being 2020 Bachelor or anything. He says... I didn't want this to happen, and if I thought you needed to know something, I'd tell you. Yeah. So Angie's like, whew, cool. So then she goes and grabs Carlin, and he puts his jacket over her. Everyone's putting their jacket over her. It's clearly freezing. Well, it is freezing, because later we see people, like, having uh, their breath freeze up in the air. So just give her a jacket, or at least a dress with long sleeves, because... For 90% of the shots, she's got this huge, like, a huge men's jacket over her at any one time. So just give her something a bit fucking warmer. Like, what if she wore, like, a nice, like, like, um, fake fur coat or something? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, they definitely should. something nice to wear. Yeah, they should be able to have something on site so that she can be comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Sorry, my (laughs) hay fever's going fucking psycho. (laughs) I can't be bothered editing it out. So, I bet it's like, it's cool. It's like a gritty podcast. Um, no holds barred. Anyway, um, so Kieran, cut back to Kieran. He's saying this is, all this drama has overshadowed what he needed to talk to Angie about. Um, and no one seems to have noticed that Hayden's left at this point because everything's blowing up. <laughs> um, and then, so Carlin and Angie are talking and Tim sort of peeks his head around the corner to see them and Angie's got Carlin's jacket on which has the rose on it that he gave that she gave him earlier um and Tim's like oh my god she took the rose back um because that's what he thinks happened and now Ryan's cracking at it too. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> looks so tired <laughs> he's, he's, he's Tim oh my god Danielle sorry well I mean I know why he looks annoyed because he's like a dog commando and he's like all these dogs are out of control Tim is a puppy yeah. what the fuck <laughs> he goes Tim if you're staring shit right now I don't appreciate it mm-hmm. and he's like no trust me what who were you talking to me and he's like yes I said you Tim are you stirring shit um to be fair Tim I reckon he- Tim was stirring shit and he knew that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes yeah, he was probably a bit bored. <laughs> and he goes, oh, he has a couple of big weeks from the start, stirring a couple of pots, and blokes want to have track – blokes want to come having tracks at me after I've settled down. Cool off, Ryan. He's like he, – he literally looks like a peacock walking around. He's got his arms out like he's trying to, like, <laughs> be, like, as big as possible. Oh, my God, it's so much drama here. Um and then he looks around the corner and he sees that it's, like, Kieran, it's, it's Carlin's jacket. And he's like, oh, whoops, ha, ha, ha. Then, out of nowhere, Kieran comes flying around the corner. And he's like, what'd you say, Tim? What'd you say? And he's like, oh, have a look what it looks like. And he's like, has he got a rose on his chest or not? And he's like, have a look what it looks like. And Kieran's like, I'm not taking a piss. Tell me. And he's like, have a look what it looks like. And they just keep yelling at each other. So then Kieran puts his head around the corner and goes, bang, she's got the jacket, you fucking idiot. And then storms out. Goes, I'm over it. Well, I mean, I understand because if Tim's been kind of annoying, just constantly making, you know, making stuff up, making a bit of drama and stuff happen, um, mm. then it, it you would be kind of pissed off at him, especially when you've got stuff you need to talk to Angie about and somebody's creating drama 
and he's having such a rough time at the moment. And Jamie's already stirred up all this shit and then Tim's adding to it even more. Yeah. Which was great for the promo, though, that soundbite of Tim going, she's taken the rose back. I actually thought that she had based yeah. on that. I mean, oh, that yeah. Is the, that is the power of editing. Um, anyway, and then the episode ends there and you go, oh, no, why? what's happening to Kieran? He stormed out. Yeah, what's happening oh with God. our sweet angel? And then that brings us to the most recent episode. So we're still at the rose. We're still at the cocktail party. Yeah, because it's such an ordeal. Um, and the first thing we see is Kieran taking his clothes and his mic off. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "I'm done." And then Angie's like, goes to find Kieran, and he's there in casual clothes, and he's just crying. Oh my god, I can't even do. Th- I can't do this again. I can't think about yeah. this. <laughs> this is so traumatic. Angie goes, "Where are you going?" No, no. Um, because she knows, she knows what's happening. Um, yeah. and then Kieran, her and Kieran got on a walk and he says that he found out that his nan died. Yeah. And this is the point where I started crying because his grandma, that's the one he said that he FaceTimes with all the time. It's like, yeah. she's like his best friend, the one who's mint. Yeah. He's um, rock. And apparently what happened, this is what I read on Twitter or in an article or something that his his grandma died and then his dad couldn't get in contact with him until after oh. the funeral. Oh, no. So he missed the funeral because his dad couldn't get in contact with Channel 10. Channel 10? That's Channel 10's issue. That fucking sucks. Well, I'm sure the dad was going through a lot as well. Like, we don't you don't know how, like, hard he tried or, you know, like, especially because Kieran lives overseas and stuff. I don't know. I'm sure it was all very hard. Oh. Um, but anyway, how devastating. That's so horrible. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Of, so that's why I'm guessing he was crying um, in the last episode. So apparently what he wanted to do was like, he was like, I'll stay for an extra week. He tried to stay, but then a week later he was like, I can't. Anyway, so yeah, cause I guess crying. I guess if you miss the funeral, you're like, oh, fuck. Well, like... I've I've missed that period where all the family is just around and we're putting everything together to get the funeral together. Yeah. You know, where you're, you're working out, like, all the stuff and going through photos to use and all of that. Like, that's all sort of done now. So I can understand yeah. him, like, being like, I'm going to stick this out, but then obviously it's a terrible environment to be going through something horrible like that. Something real and you would yeah. be so frustrated watching all these people bickering about the stupidest shit yeah watching something awful has happened to you watching jamie be upset that he doesn't get a single date with a woman who he barely knows and is never gonna be with anyway yeah yeah and he's just and then tim on top of it just fucking about and he just he can't handle it and he says i honestly i can't deal with all this i feel like we've got this connection which is why it's really hard for me to do this Oh my god, I'm gonna cry again. And Angie's crying now. They're all crying. This is so like yeah. it's just so genuine and so sad. He says, "I don't want." Oh, she says, "I don't want you to go, but family comes first, and I would never make you pick me over your family." And he goes, "I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna regret doing this because I think that it would have been a perfect match." <laughs> I think it would have been a perfect match to Kieran. Yeah, you know what? I I don't think it's gonna happen because um, I've seen pictures of him with like another girl that apparently he was dating before 
The Bachelor. And then she went on Matt Agnew's season, but she left, like, well, she was one of the first people to leave, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so apparently he went on to, like, sort of get back at her or something like that. He's like, oh, <laughs> my ex is going on The Bachelor. I'll go on The Bachelor too. Whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Um, she says, I don't, I don't want you to go, but family. Oh, no, I said that already. Um, she says, it's going to be really awful not having you around, but I don't want to make you feel worse. Um, yeah. And then he goes, e- even if you don't make it with any of these idiots, I'm still going to be there sliding in your DMs. I wanted to be the guy at the end. That's why I was here. Oh, yeah. my God. And it's so sad watching them say goodbye because it wasn't like this could have been something nice, but it like feels really real. Yeah, it was really real. It was horrible to watch them like – out at the car and like doing a big pash it felt like a like a sad goodbye you know like a sad it was like the fucking notebook or something yeah it was so sad it was so genuine and just watching and everyone's like watching a man cry on television yes (laughs) 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 like i get what you're saying but (laughs) leave it He's not, like, can you not make him a feminist icon when he's just trying to grieve his grandmother? <laughs> yeah. Yes, queen, grieve. Yes, queen, man crying, I'm horny. Oh, <laughs> lady, he's having a rough time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're all horny, but don't say it. Yeah. Let him grieve. Anyway, what a sweet, beautiful man. So they they, they finally, they finish kissing and then he, he's getting in the car and she says, I guess I won't know now. What if he was the one? It does feel like my heart is a little bit broken. God damn it, Naomi. Now I'm angry you told me that he, he's with another girl because I was hoping what would happen is Kieran would go away for a few weeks or something, spend time with his family and then the producers would let him come back. Well, that's what I was hoping. She would get down to the final two and then be like, I can't pick either of you. And then she, like, runs back yeah. to Australia or England, wherever he is. And then she's like, be with me. Yeah, that's what Wouldn't I was that hoping be amazing? I was hoping it's so like, too. In the oh, – I'm trying to remember which Bachelor it is. I can't remember which one, but the one where the, like, two girls fall in love. Did you see that? No. And then one of them doesn't get a rose and she turns to another contestant and she's like – Come away with me. Oh, that's sweet. And then she's like, okay, and then leaves. <laughs> and then the bachelor goes and gets the one, gets her back. She comes, she's like, okay, I'll come back on the show. But then eventually she's like, nah, actually, sorry, and leaves again to be oh. with the girl. <laughs> Isn't that so sweet? Um, uh, okay. Well, that's because Osha's always saying on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, do like a queer bachelor bachelorette and he's like oh the format if you can find a way to make the format work we do it but there's just no format that will work and i'm like it's actually really interesting when they start falling in love with each other yeah (laughs) so i think just embrace that and we love that like just having this show full of (laughs) yeah you assume a straight people because you want this like boring format to work yeah let it get messy i mean to be honest the bachelor is going to be the least interesting person in that because they're going to be spending (laughs) the least time with all the contestants the contestants are going to be spending all the time with each other falling in love that's good yep it is good um the bachelor's like would anybody like to come on a date with me please (laughs) they're like "Mm, sorry (laughs) we're going to a slam poetry night (laughs) um Okay, so, yeah, Angie goes inside and we hear her crying and she says, what an awful night. And Kieran is gone. He's gone. Um, 
which is honestly the most upsetting thing. Why even watch this show now? You know what I mean? He yeah. Was, what a what a beautiful man. He was a beautiful man, a sweet, sweet angel. In memoriam of Kieran. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful, beautiful. Oh my god, I'm in love with him. Anyway, oh, let's just do the rest of the episode. I get. I was crying so much at this. I'm gonna make that the picture I sent you of me crying. That'll be. The- now I wish I had taken a photo of me crying too. I was sobbing. <laughs> it was. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe I'm crying at The Bachelor. It. And it wasn't even like a single tear. I was like bawling my eyes out. Yeah. When I saw it. that tear running down Kieran's face, it was like another whole bout of like hard crying. <laughs> Every time something would happen, it would be hard crying. And then I saw a tear run down his cheek and I was like, oh, another hard bout of crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like shaking, man. <laughs> anyway. I hope Kieran's doing better now. I think he is. Yeah, that girl posted a picture of them, but she, like, covered his face. But then you can see all his neck tattoos. <laughs> it's like, what? You... <laughs> okay. Um, so the next day, um, Tim says, Hayden's gone, Kieran's gone, I'm going to Stephen Bradbury this whole thing. <laughs> um, which, for our international listeners, is an Australian Olympian who um, did the, I think it was a like a speed, speed skating um, race and everyone who was – he was like way behind and then everyone just fell over each other and he just sort of skated to gold. Um, <laughs> and it was Australia's proudest moment. Um, uh, Tim asked Jamie if he regrets what he did and he says, no, because I told her the truth and they're all – they fucking hate him. They all hate him now. Um, even more, and Angie says what she needs is a date with Tim – because she needs to be cheered up and the thing is they're going to be fancy and she's wearing a tiara and then he comes out in a suit and he says, he looks absolutely fucked. He says, I look like Russell Brand in Arthur. And then I looked that up because I haven't seen that film and it's true. He looks so stupid. (laughs) I think that, is it weird to say, I think Tim has tried to get, like has tried to model his personality maybe a little bit off Russell Brand as well. Uh. Well, like I feel no, I like early, so. I feel like he is kind of annoying a little bit sometimes in the in in the. I mean, I don't know Russell Brand, but the characters he does like that. I feel like that is sort of a bit annoying. I feel like Russell Brand think- tries to come off as like really like super intelligent, and he talks really fast and uses all these big words. Whereas I would say Tim talks incredibly slowly and doesn't use any big words. <laughs> I do think he tries to come off as smart though sometimes. <laughs> He does, he does. The same way if you listen to Russell Brand, sometimes you, like, listen to it and you'll be like, wow, he's genius. And then you try and break down what he actually said and you're like, oh, that's insane. That doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just because someone's talking fast at you doesn't mean they're right, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, but Tim's definitely not like that. Uh, So Tim's nervous on this date. Oh, they say the word fancy so many times. Okay, this is really boring. It's just him being, like, nervous and sort of fumbling and not saying much, um, which is a bummer because Angie just wanted to feel better and she thought he would make her laugh and he doesn't. He's just like, um, Yeah. And then they eat uh, some caviar that's $1,000 a kilogram and um, Tim and- is pretending he likes it, but then he keeps cutting away and he's like, it's gross, I hate it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, this tastes pretty nice. Um, 
He'd be able to just say no and she'd probably find that better. Yeah, exactly. But he's being all weird. Yeah. Anyway, they they go to the second part and he's sort of calmed down and they have like a bath and there's rose petals in the bath. Oh, and they're like laughing and it's like, oh, he's back to normal. And he's talking about, oh, I'm just, I just get nervous, you know, because I like you. I haven't felt this way about anyone in a while. So I know it's been weird today, but I feel like it's a good sign because I'm kind of scared. And then rose and kiss. Who cares? Um, then cocktail party. Um, Carlin asks Angie to have a chat, and Tim says he's jealous for the first time. <laughs> Tim is in deep. He's fallen for this broad. Yep. Um, and then Jamie tries to say something about Carlin, and Tim's like, "Please, please no. <laughs> please don't do this." Um. And then we have a, a, a cool cutaway of Tim. He goes, I'm a little bit worried about the cocktail party tonight. I need to speak to Angie. I'm probably overthinking it because the night did end on a high. And the producer says, you got a rose, didn't you? And he goes, oh, fuck, I got a rose. Uh, I'm definitely not worried going into tonight because I've got a rose. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if he's going for Russell Brand, I don't think he's succeeding. <laughs> um. And Jamie just keeps saying it's about Angie and I tonight, which is so annoying. Yeah. And I think I speak to everyone when I say so sick of Jamie and this entire thing. Um, Angie yep. sits down with Ryan and it's boring. Um, Tim approaches like literally as they're about to kiss. And then he just sort of he's like, oh, can I talk to you? And then he just sort of hovers in the background. <laughs> so that they can't kiss. <laughs> I don't know if he meant to do that, but it makes them really awkward. And she's like, oh, we can't kiss in front of someone else. <laughs> um, but then she's like, I wanted to show him that I, you know, that I like him and I'm glad he's still here. So she gives him a rose Yeah. yeah at the cocktail party, which is weird. But I guess she couldn't make out with him, so she had to do something. Yeah. I um, mean, it was pretty funny to see Tim's head bobbed behind a bush. <laughs> like he didn't think that they yeah. would be able to film it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Jamie and Angie sit down and he's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry about the way I've gone about things, but I don't regret it because it was all true. And Angie oh. goes, mm, was it? Was it? <laughs> um, she clearly has no, she's so, she's like, clearly talking to the producers being like, I can't do it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm over it. I'm done. Fuck Jamie's Anyways. so annoying. He's like an, he's like an angry child who's annoyed that he hasn't got the thing he wants mm-hmm. um she says last week i was very hurt i need to go now because i've got things to think about and then as they're walking back to the as they're walking back into the mansion he goes no matter what happens tonight i'd love to catch up for a coffee at some point <laughs> no dude <laughs> God damn, so <laughs> annoying. He's just making it worse and worse. I liked what he said, um, I've made mistakes, okay, Angie. Yeah, <laughs> you made so many of them. Why are you saying it like that? Yeah. Yes, go away. <laughs> um, anyway, obviously Jamie goes, does not get a rose, finally, because he's annoying. Speaking of Stephen Bradbury, that guy with the long hair. Alex, hello, hot. Alex, he, you like him? Yeah, I think I think he seems nice, and he was also seemingly t- uh, Ka- Kieran's best friend in the house. Oh, from the stand-up set. What? 
Uh, I watched. You told me to watch his stand-up set. Oh no 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 no! That's a different one. Oh well, he's just up there, and he talks about him and Kieran how they like make breakfast for each other and oh, stuff. Oh, that's wake sweet. Each other up in the morning. Maybe I need yeah. to go watch that one. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. Um, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't like good. <laughs> oh, that's. He like preempted the joke. He's like punchline like three times. Yeah. So when I got to the punchline, I'm like, yeah, that's what you've been saying for yeah. the last minute. Yes, it's funny. Kieran and Angie are both blunt. <laughs> and it's like you're dating Kieran instead. Ha <laughs> um, But maybe I'm just jealous. <laughs> I wish Kieran would wake me up and make me break. <laughs> um, I think all of them are probably going up. Who was the one you watched? Was it Glenn? What? Glenn's is up there too, but I didn't watch um, it. No, Glenn's... There's a multitude of these standards. Glenn's, Glenn's wasn't up. It was Adam's who was up. I think that was the uh, one that I watched at the time. Adam's was up. He went last episode or the episode before or something. He's clearly very memorable. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I roasted him. <laughs> um, anyway, so that long-haired guy, Alex, he's still... He made it to the top six, and I have not seen him and Angie talk to each other. So no. Amazing. Because there's so many shit cunts yeah. who are fucking annoying. you got to get so the ones out who annoy you first. Yeah, it's true. Um, anyway, Jamie on the way out, he's written a little note <sighs> to talk about how great Angie is. And, oh, my God, it's just so annoying. Do you, get the feeling, do you get the feeling with the note that he went off script because he realised the note wasn't hitting home and thought that maybe if he went off script something better would come out? And I was like, no, you sat down to try and think of something good and nothing good came. This is <laughs> this is truly terrible. Oh, I, I can't help but feel sorry for him. He, he's like the last person you should put in this environment. Yeah. Like he clearly cannot handle it. And then like he's become really insecure and he's become the worst version of himself. Yeah. He's just like just repeatedly trying to just like assure everyone that he's good guy and that he's better than the other people and that he's good uh, and it's just coming off bad. Anyway, he cries in the car on the way home. No one applauded him for him no. crying on TV. Huh? Is, it, is it also because he's, he's crying – It. You know how I mentioned last week he does that weird pout thing where he, like, puts his lips out because he's, like, sad and it, it, it does make you feel like it is a little bit funny to watch somebody pout like they're a child crying? Uh, um, wow. He bravely puts himself out there, cries on national television, and you laugh. You're I mean, part of the problem, and you're part of the patriarchy. Naomi, if you pout cried, I'd probably laugh at you too. <laughs> <laughs> I do a bit. I do pout sometimes. Oh no. Um. Anyway, um. I guess. Okay. So here's here's the thing. Here's number one. There are no new reviews. <sighs> no new reviews. No new reviews. Okay. Well, I guess and this is our finale. Okay. Bye. Everybody. Well, yeah. On top of that, there's no Kieran. So I don't know what the fuck the point is to keep going if clearly no one listens to this podcast or there would be reviews. Yep. And the man who we were all rooting for, who was perfect, had to go. Upsetting. 
upsetting, but you know, you're in LA, so I guess we'll just have to not do the podcast anymore, or at least until you're back. So I guess like a a, a little bit of like a three month hiatus or something. I yeah. guess. Um, we'll do. Well, maybe we'll do a podcast. But we'll make it private, and we'll only send it to all the people who are really upset, saying that they've tried to post reviews and they don't come up. Yeah, all the people who've already posted reviews. We'll start a new group for you. Yes, it's like a Patreon, but instead of money, you just have to give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> because we'll take anything. Um, <laughs> but surprisingly, some of you are giving us nothing, so that's fine. Um, Danielle. Uh, I understand you've chosen a song for us to sing this week. Um, yes. Yeah, so I don't know how it could beat last week's, to be honest. This but. week, I thought, you know, it was Halloween last night. Um, mm-hmm. and it's Halloween now for me. Oh, happy Halloween. Um, I'm going to go to the LA parade. There's like a street parade. Oh, very fun. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, so the I'm song- excited to see all the gay people dressed well. Yeah, that will be good. I saw last night I was in St Kilda for a gig and I saw um a lady walking around with full I think she was like uh like a, a like a she was trying to do like a mermaid uh skull. So mm. she had like a face full as a skull and then this pink wig and then like a shell handbag, but then just normal clothes. Oh, okay. Just just a black dress. <laughs> no tail. No tail. And I was just confused. How do you know she was mermaid? Well, because I assumed the shell, the shell handbag and. Right. The sh- yeah, the shell handbag. I was, that was what I was trying to, because I know that that's a thing. People do mermaid skull. Do they? Yeah, apparently. Mermaid skull. Yeah. Mermaid skull. Halloween costume, because if not, that's not going to help. Is it like. Well, did it have, like, pearls or something? No, it just had a bit of, like, a scaly look to the skull. Oh, yes. Yes, I see this now. And it was, like, rainbow, kind of. Uh, Yeah, but it was also, like, so, so, like, the the makeup was so full on and then just to wear, like, a regular <laughs> black dress. I was very confused. I was like, <laughs> maybe she just went to the makeup artist, but then I'm also like, well, why you got the wig on already, you know? Well, the makeup artist probably did the wig. Oh, you reckon? Oh, interesting. Maybe that's it then. Maybe she just wasn't in the rest of her outfit or something. But she was, yeah. Well, I bloody hope so. Or what's she doing? Yeah, I was very confused. Anyway, so because it's Halloween, I thought, you know what? Let's do a Halloween-themed song. So I yes. got I got something that I thought was a little bit spooky but a little bit rock. Um, so it's more like it's like a Halloween uh, rock type thing i think but you could all have different opinions um anyway i've put my vocals over it as i said i'm not going to be doing spooky vocals i'm doing more of a a rock opera type situation well maybe i'll do spooky vocals yeah you could do spooky vocals i've sent it through to you to listen to um (laughs) but um so this is the song is called professor umlaut um as always it's by kevin mcleod um and the description is this piece started its life as a random challenge on a show I do on Twitch TV called The Wheels of Doom. The full you random Twitch channel? Yeah, apparently. Holy uh shit. challenge on a show I do on Twitch TV called he it's called The Wheels of Doom. He does Someone he does sent that. us a message on Instagram. Yeah. Meg Megan Meg um is their name 
I think. Um, and uh, <laughs> they were, they sent us a picture of Kevin McLeod from Grand Designs, and they were like, "Oh my god, is this the same guy?" And I was like, "No, no absolutely not." <laughs> um, and then I sent a picture of what Kevin McLeod actually looks like, and he's like, he's a typical nerd. Yeah. And then. <laughs> They were like, oh, I thought he would look more like this. And they sent a picture of this, like, I can't remember now. It was, like, this, like, sort of, it, it almost looked like a costume. This, like, guy with, like, uh, I think he had, like, keyboards or stuff. And, like, he looks like a 90s DJ or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Meg, no one who, um, no one who has a six-pack is making graph paper online. <laughs> no. No, this just looks like your typical dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does. So the description... He's dad. He's your dad who, like, knows about computers. Yeah, and graph paper. And graph paper. Um, so the description, as I said, it was, this piece started its life as a random challenge on a show I do on Twitch TV called The Wheels of Doom. The four mm. randomised elements that came together here were drum machine, strings, xylophone, and comedic. I think it worked Ooh. out pretty well. You can download this in an uncompressed format here. <laughs> Uh, that was one of Kevin McLeod's ones where he sort of more uh, explains a little bit more about the song as opposed to just a sort of small short story. <laughs> he, you know, he's always surprising. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You never That's know what, I love about him. what you're going to get with his song descriptions. <laughs> always the you can find the uncompressed version of this song. <laughs> Which I love that you choose to read out. I like it's it. It's very good. I think it adds a little bit of zazz to it. <laughs> um, well, I can't wait to hear it. The comedic part, especially. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's it for the podcast forever, I guess. Yep. We won't be doing this again. Yeah. So no point. I guess that's no the fans, end. No Kieran, no point. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, sorry, you guys, but it, you did it to yourselves. I mean, thank you to the people who did review. But um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody thank else. Thank you to the hundreds of maybe of people who did review. But apart from that, yeah, the rest of you ruined it for everybody else. Yep. You were too. So good on you. Um, and I guess goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Batch bitch. Batch bitch. Ooh, batch bitch. Batch bitch. Ooh, batch. Batch bitch. Ooh, it's spooky. It's batch bitch. Ooh, it's the week after Halloween. Ooh, we recorded this during the week of Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Batch bitch. International. And it's okay. Ooh. We cried at Karen. It was so sad. Ooh, we both cried. Naomi and Daniel. Naomi Daniel. Naomi Daniel. Naomi Daniel. Bitch, 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 bitch. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 